Rod. I went to Arizona State. Rod. I'm a Sun Devil, man. State of the Sun Devils from Arizona Sports with Jesse Morrison, Jeremy Schnell, and Jake Anderson. Hello and welcome inside Sun Devil Stadium. We just finished up the spring game behind us, the maroon and gold scrimmage, spring game, whatever you want to call it. Spring game. Jesse Morrison, Jake Anderson. I'm Jeremy Schnell for this. Post-game, post-scrimmage edition of State of the Sun Devils. It was exciting. I thought it was. they had a good time. There was more energy than we've seen in the past in some of these spring games. But, Jake, your initial thoughts to what you saw today. I think we just saw a culmination of what we've been seeing at practice, or at least what I've been seeing at practice. And I think the coolest part is when the touchdowns were scored, the entire team literally went and celebrated together. Big touchdown by Jalen Conyers, and then there were a few picks. There was a safety as well. Um, again, it's not real football. It's spring football. A quarterback can't even be touched. So it's take it with a grain of salt. But we did get to see the offensive line struggle, which we kind of expected. But we saw the big playmakers make the big plays. So it's just more, are they sinking into the system that's completely brand new? It's a whole new coaching staff other than a few guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, what stood out to me, what I was really watching for were the quarterbacks. And... I was very impressed with Trenton Bourget, and the rest of the guys I was not that impressed with. So Drew I, Pine had some moments. Drew Pine had some moments, but he also had some not-so-great moments. And so, again, after this spring game, you know, my, my opinion coming in was I want to see Jaden Rashada start this year. I think Trenton Bourget heading into fall camp with what he did today and, you know, what Jake has talked about he's been doing – I mean, I think he's the clear-cut number one starter on this team. Again, but you got to take this game with a grain of salt. It's spring football. It's still like and I Rashada's am. been here for a month and a half. Right? I am. Like, you, yeah, like you got to you got to take it with a grain of salt. He's playing in his uh, in his first college competition, and he's going to struggle a little. Uh, bit. Yeah, I I see what you're saying, Jeremy. But like what what I was saying, and I am taking it with a grain of salt, is going into fall camp. This guy is the clear number one in Trenton Bourget. Yeah, and Jake, you wrote that after the U of A game. You saw enough to say that Trenton Bourget should be the guy to beat going into next year's football camp. Correct. I love the way you phrase it. It's the guy to beat. So, obviously, there's another level that ASU quarterbacks can take on top of Trenton Bourget, and I think that's what Jaden Rashado eventually will be. But as things are right now, I think Trenton Bourget is – most calm, composed. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. The one thing we've always talked about is on his on his boundary ball is is mm-hmm. there's not a lot of zip on it. You give a little bit more time to a DB, but that that, that can be fixed with play calling. But he, he doesn't turn it over the same way that I have seen Drew Pine turn it over in practice. Now Drew Pine was actually good today, in my opinion. Yeah. The Jalen Conyers 60 yard bomb was yep. off of the arm of Drew Pine. Rashada, I have not seen Rashada have a practice that bad. He did not have a good game today. But as we spoke to him afterward. You can't base it off of one day. It's a whole body of work. And Rashada might be the starter by the end of the year, maybe. But I think by 2024, we understand whose program this is. The thing about Drew Pine that I noticed is just some of the shorter throws just weren't what I wanted to see. They were behind receivers. I think there was one that was behind Conyers, and he wasn't able to come up with it. And then there was one play that I believe they ended up having to do whatever they were doing for punts. Um, he threw it. And Conyers had to go up and try to jump for it if he had thrown it, you know, right on the money more, right on the numbers. 
he would have been able to have a little bit more so time to, to, to run with it. Yeah. Because not only in, in college or high school or NFL, everyone overthrows six foot four and up wide receivers. And I'm like, how does that happen? Like, oh, it's like it's because they have Matthias Winston out here and he gets overthrown sometimes. He's yeah. Six eight. Like, it's. It's because so they funny. overestimate, I think, yeah. how tall the player actually is. It's funny to me. That's that's all I'm saying. And it's not a knock on any of these quarterbacks because it happens at every level. But uh, I thought that was funny. Something that I did want to point out is almost every skill position guy that we expect to be really good this coming year had themselves a touchdown. You had Elijah Badger who had a touchdown. You had uh, Conyers who had a touchdown. And then you also had Andre Johnson, who we expected to have a breakout year last year and didn't really live up to the hype uh, that we were hoping for last year, but he had a touchdown as well today. Don't forget about Cameron Scatterbro, who I don't know if Tevin White was held out for injury purposes or, or what it was. I expected Tevin to be the starting running back come fall, even summer camp, but we saw Javon Jacobs get a lot of run. Yeah, he looked good. He looked great. Yeah. And Scatterbro, that's, that's the kind of runner he is, man. He downhill bashes right through you and just so much energy comes out of him and I, i'm really excited to see how they're gonna be able to use a tevin white scatterbro in between the tackles and then you can really mismatch it imagine a third and four with javen jacobs and you come out in a three by one and then you motion him out on the side and yeah. now it's like hey a middle linebacker outside linebacker have fun guarding this guy he's a wide receiver but we've, we've transitioned into a running back we talked about the energy that Kenny Dillingham has brought to the spring practices that you've seen, Jake. Jesse, you and I got to see it kind of firsthand for the first time today. What were your thoughts? Yeah, it's kind of the same thing that Jake pointed out just after the touchdowns were scored and how everybody on the, the, the side that scored would just come out there and celebrate with everyone. That was a nice refreshment. Whether that stays going forward is like doesn't really matter to me. It's just a good showing on a at a spring game that like, hey, this team's united, this team likes each other, this team is excited for each other's success. That's something that I feel like might not have been there the past few years. It's been a very much like individual like vibe with this team. Like, you know, a bunch of guys are just trying to do what they need to do to get to the next level. And this this felt like a team vibe to me. Yeah, I thought it was exciting. You know, they did some things. They brought some fans on the field to yeah. do some cool competitions, including a knockout competition with a basketball hoop that was on the field today. They also uh, had a fan try an attempt to catch a punt. Jake, you said that it was a good decision by the fan not to catch it, correct? It was, I mean, he should have even gone for the catch. The yeah. ball bounced in the end zone. Yeah, so it, it was. Heels are on the 10. Situational awareness. You cannot let, you can't catch that football. Yeah, it was the right thing to do. Situational awareness, like you said. No, smart guy. Um, no, but it was fun. I thought the fans, there was also the gauntlet at midfield with all the quarterbacks throwing to the, uh, yeah. the fans as well. Uh, yeah. One fan caught every single pass and then took off for the end zone. So that was exciting. And celebrated with Elijah Badger. Elijah Badger ran into the end zone and did you know the shoulder bump thing with this guy I, the, this guy tried fun. to go chest to chest with elijah and i don't know if that was going to work and then he almost fell over the chest tough. to chest one has kind of died it's it's yeah, a little it's bit more, of a harder one yeah, to do shoulder, the shoulder yeah. is probably the better one kind of the back to the shoulder shoulder pads with a d1 athlete not, that's, i mean i don't care who you are if you're not an athlete yourself you're Probably, going to lose but like you would have yeah yeah you're right <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the first time that we're gonna we're getting to talk uh, with a microphone besides on the air earlier uh, about ASU athletics, and I would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the basketball team before we get out of here. Um, 
So now they are losing Duke Brennan, possibly, to the transfer portal? No, they are, yeah, reportedly, yeah. I guess. I guess this is the term to say it. It's my turn as, a, as the Duke Brennan truther. Yeah. So it's the portal, and, I mean, people I've spoken to within the Arizona State basketball program have just been all kind of telling me the same thing. Wait till May. The first week of May, that's when we'll know if Warren Washington comes out of the draft and his draft stock isn't what he thought it was. Same with Frankie Collins. I mean, you already have a couple of guys who have transferred to Arizona State. Don't really know what's happened with Devin Cambridge. Is he coming back? Is he going to Auburn? Where is he going? It's just a lot of back wait. to Auburn. It's a lot of wait and see because we we don't know what these kids are getting offered, and that's kind of what yeah. Bobby Hurley said at his presser a little bit ago when he had his extension. And Austin Nunez is a perfect example. He's back in Texas. That's where he's from. He's a little, little homesick, spending time with his family. Does he want to come back here or not? It's just a waiting game. And because today is the day that the portal opens again for football, it's going to be another one of those. I mean, we heard him, Coach Dillingham, talking about getting back on the trail for recruiting. They're going to still be adding guys. Yep. So we're going to have more players to dissect that could be leaving and as more well. more QBs. Uh, yeah, and, and <laughs> they got a, we didn't even talk about that. They got a new uh, recruit today that's coming in next year as a freshman, right, Jake? Correct. I am blanking on his name right now. He's a wide receiver from Desert Mountain High School in Scottsdale. Three or four star, depending on, on what websites you look at. Uh, Tapley is his last name, I believe, T-A-P-L-E-Y. Unfortunately, uh, Kenny Dillingham is not able to comment on um, – Recruits that Until have not officially signed. Yeah, they're right? not officially. It's just a, a verbal commit. Dylan Tapley. Dylan Tapley. So apologize to you, Dylan. Uh, remember your last name, though. But yeah, it's just another Arizona kid staying home. Activate the Valley. It's just exactly what Kenny Dillingham's been preaching since he's yeah. taken over this program back in November. Yeah. I did have one more thing that I want to talk about with this game. I knew you were going to go there. Here we go. Offensive line. Oh, no. I thought you were going to talk about the fan attendance. No, we already talked. I already talked about that. You can go listen to our podcast feed on uh, ArizonaSports.com. You can hear me talk about the fans. There there should be more. I don't want to go down that road again. Uh, For what it's worth, Kenny Dillingham did say postgame that he is, quote, disappointed with the crowd turnout. Yeah, exactly. But I want to talk about the offensive-defensive line. Yeah. Offensive line today. Pretty much any of the groupings were absolutely wrecked by the defensive line. Yeah, it was just. It, Which I, I'm also I, like good to see the defensive uh, line. Yes, well. but I'm terrified about the offensive line for ASU this year. I don't know if if they're going to be able to keep the quarterback from getting hit this year at all. And so you're going to have to just figure out ways to get the ball out quickly, establish the run, and you know I I just hope and pray that these guys can stay healthy. Yeah, I. I totally agree. I think the offense, defensive line, and then the linebacking core are the three groups that were really like, what's going to happen with that group? They lost a lot of players going either to the draft, graduating, transferring, etc. Um, so with that, I'm, you know, excited and encouraged by what I saw in some of the groups today. But then obviously the offensive line yeah. was a little rough today. So we'll have to see there. And then obviously the quarterback is the other question mark. But I feel pretty confident that Borgay showed that he is the starter moving yeah. forward right now. DBs looked good too. I mean, there were some tough catches out there, but they were also doing their thing. Roe Torrance, again, I've got to say, that guy, unbelievably big. Jordan Clark also had a pick today. Yeah, Jordan Clark looked good out there as well. So the, the DBs, they're going to be fine. Uh, linebackers. You know, I think that the question's still out there. Defensive line looks really good. Offensive line, again, that's where they 
if, if they're going to go back into the transfer portal trying to find someone else, they got to go after some offensive linemen because that is the that is the number one thing that ASU needs to sure up this year is that offensive line. I agree. What I was going to say is, again, I'm not reporting this, but if I were to guess, you're going to see some offensive linemen come in in the portal. You might see a linebacker come in via the portal, and you might see some wide receivers leaving the portal. You might see a quarterback leaving the portal. You might see a running back leaving the portal. And I only say that because... You got a position that goes four, five, six deep. The kids understand what's happening. The kids yeah. gonna want to play. Yep. So whichever one thinks he has the best opportunity to play elsewhere, he might do that. It sucks from a depth standpoint because I really like the pass catchers and the running backs on this team, but there's only 11 positions, and five of them are from an offensive lineman. One is a quarterback, so only so many guys can yep. play. Yeah, and on that note, I think that's going to do it for our spring game recap. A lot of fun today. A lot of energy, as we said. Kenny Dillingham's first spring game here, and he's trying to activate the Valley, and I think he's starting to do a good job, and we got to see you know, a little bit more buy-in from the fans, and I think once they see the team on the field in the fall, uh, that'll be a, a telltale sign of what is to come. Jeff. I don't have the amount of energy that that guy has. I, I, I like This is it You're for like me today. <laughs> I know this is this is like it for me today. Like I have this to, is as much energy. This as is as much energy as I can go take a nap. Yeah. I, as I yeah, see, I, I didn't I didn't even know what I just said there. That's not even a word. Exert. I I meant to say like exert, but I said convert. Oh, like yeah. like exert and convert. Anyway, yeah, yeah. You know. From Sun Devil Stadium, <laughs> I'm Jeremy Schnell alongside Jake Anderson and Jesse Morrison. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao.